Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. On today's show I'm delighted to be joined by three gangsters I'd like to call them but very good GA men. Mark O'Rourke the PRO of Cavan County Board, Jerry Brady the Chairman of Cavan County Board and Alan O'Mara who is going to tell me his role exactly but heading up a new fundraising campaign. Lads thanks for joining me. Alan tell us a bit about your role um, firstly or what, what exactly is the title or? Yeah, we have the Polo Grounds Fundraising Committee in place and I'm the team leader for that committee. So that's um, that role came on the back of a number of conversations in 2018 um, and we made a decision to start in 2019. And as you'll have saw yesterday, that committee, if you go through the, the, the list of names and people, it's available on winningdublin15.e. There's a bunch of really strong Cavan personalities and stalwarts and volunteers. And I suppose we've been brought in just to, to, lead that, to lead that team up and lead the charge around fundraising for the Polo Grounds the Polo Ground Centre of Excellence. My background will be communications and fundraising. I've I worked for the GA at national level and communications department for, for three years. I've worked for a national charity as a fundraiser manager. Um I suppose last year I was in I was in New York for six months and actually when I was over there we started talking to the New York fundraising committee over there who would also like to mention who do serious work, you know. Um, just in conversations start happening, I think, and to commend the county board on it, and to commend the, the committee working in the US, there was there was a there was a recognition there, and there was an awareness that if we're going to do this in the time span that we want, in the time window that we want, and to turn us around, we needed to designate a resource on it. Um, and we had a number of conversations. I made a proposal to it, brought it in, and said, "It's the, it's the Polo Grounds Fundraising Committee, and I'm I'm, I'm team leader on that." Yeah, I suppose. Most people listening will be aware of the, the project, the Polo Ground Centre of Excellence. Um, Jerry, just to go to you on it, there has been developments on it, as in the land has been purchased um, at the at the back of Brefney, Kingspan Brefney, give it its title name proper. Um, but people will have seen at the last game that the, there was a bridge, I suppose, literally put in there to start the work. Yeah, we're very fortunate that land became available uh, at the rear of Kingspan Brefney, just behind the car park, the far side of the river. And we purchased 24 acres of ground there. Uh, thanks to uh, assistance from Crow Park on it, we got grant aid for the first 18 acres and then due to fundraising that we'd done originally ourselves, we purchased a further five and a half acres then again. So th- as you said, the bridge has gone in which connects the land that we're going to develop to Kingspan Brefty main, main uh, stadium and please God we'll get that up and running inside the next 12 months at least if we get our fundraising in place now and we have big, big ambitions and big hope for a fundraising. Look at the Centre of Excellence just an essential, so it is. Uh, we just, at the moment, we only have a three-quarter size pitch at the back of Kingsman Refuge. We have the 3G as well, but the demand is just unreal. Like With our development squads, our academies, all our underage teams, our county seniors, our hurlers, 
ladies football they're just unbelievable demand around and mm. we just need a centre of excellence we need a, a home and a base that we can bring everyone together and train and everyone knows where it is when it's happening and we're not beg stealing and borrowing pitches from clubs around the county Yeah I suppose Mark we, we were talking a little bit off air but years ago it used to be well there's 40 pitches around the county so why not use some of them but we were making the point that those pitches have never been as busy as they currently are so that's why there's a need for a centre of excellence yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose they said there's, there's 40 clubs, there's 40 club pitches in the county, but um, each one of those pitches is busy with their own club activities. And, you know, each club has five or six teams when you cl- include underage, uh, senior teams, ladies, hurling, um, camogie. So all those pitches are, are very busy as it is. And I suppose it tends to be that county teams go looking for pitches especially in, in poor weather mm-hmm. and that so it's you know it's probably a little bit unfair to ask clubs to continually give up their pitches um, when maybe their own clubs can't train on <coughs> because of bad weather or whatever but um, the other point we were talking about off air it'll be great to have a facility where our academy squads and our county underage teams can go and train and maybe next door the pitch next door the the senior team might be training and they'll be looking up to those players and that's where they want to want to be and want to get to. Yeah, yeah, a, a great resource. Uh, Alan, again, to show what is kind of like a little bit at the moment or, or slightly into the past, you came through underage teams in Cavan all the way up and played county senior level. Training was constantly being located in different areas at one stage you were living working in Dublin mm-hmm. and trying to come down describe what it was like not knowing that you were going to one particular place the whole time yeah you know like there's an uncertainty to it and I know people might point to say the back bridge in, in, in Kingspan Breffy there and you know it's it's it is it's fine for what it is but it's not a full-size pitch and it's not a it's also over. It's overworked because it's the only one that's there. Um, it doesn't really get a chance to, to, to be in its best shape. But no, you're, when you're talking about coming down the road there, it can be a little. Yeah, people talk about stuff that you have to do. You're coming leaving Dublin. You're coming in, sitting in traffic. You're coming down the road, and I think the difference that if, if you're coming down the road and you are, you're driving into this facility now and you see three pitches lit up, you see, you see a stand there, you see a building there. You're coming into where it's your home. It's our home. Um, and I suppose we've been in a situation over the years where we have had to go and train in different places. You know, you've trained in Muller or you've trained or you've gone up to Ballyconnell or you've trained in Baylor once or twice. Doing not nowhere near enough now, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> 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 it would have been handy for me. But but even at the moment, you know, our senior team train in Abbottstown sometimes, you know, up in Dublin. And it's fine because it's a kind of a 50-50 split. But I just think as a, as a county board, as a county and as a as a, as a a community, like we have, we want to put that that facility in place where it's some it's somewhere that our teams and our players are really proud of our supporters are really proud of and you know even if you're not in a GA club or you're not a GA player and you're just driving by or you drive down and there's a community walking event going on or a healthy lifestyle thing that we have the space to cater for that because that's what we want it to be so I know it is a centre of excellence for our teams and for our players but it's also about the bigger picture in Calvin and it's about boys and girls players, male and female, and older people, just a place I would call that people can positively engage in Gaelic games. And if you ask any, any of our players now, if we, could, if we could have this up overnight, would they be happy? They'd be absolutely delighted. But we don't. And in fairness, like, lots of work has gone on. You see, Kingsbound Breffney is one of the best stadiums in Ireland. We get games that other counties don't get. And that's taken effort and time and, and money. And, but it's time now to kind of... We want to pad out the facilities around Kingsbound Breffney. Um, as I said, to make it a home that... 
we're all really proud of Cavan. We all love Cavan, you know. Um, love football, and it's just to this is another layer to that to that love and to that passion and to really empower our people to do to do what they want to do and chase their dreams and whatever it is. But mm. as a county board, we have the honest to provide those facilities and, and provide that space for. And the one other point I would make is people can get caught up in when you hear the word centre of excellence, but underneath it all, this is about grass and it's about grass with lights over overhead. So our teams during the week, weekends, wherever it is can come in and have a safe place to train, to play, to practice and to wear their wear the breath of the pride, you know. Yeah, and I suppose that 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 is the big thing we were talking, Jerry, about the fact that Cavan in Division One this year, but Barron Dublin, the only county that's in Division One that hasn't got a centre of excellence. So it it it's more about catching up than it is just putting ourselves on a par. Yeah, it's it is about catching up, but it's also from my point of view, the key thing about it is it's about a youth. It's about the next and the following generation and for generations to come of youth. It's about our development squads in particular and our mm-hmm. academy players. That they have a, There is a centre there, as Alan said, that when they walk in or drive in with their parents or whatever being dropped off, there's a wow factor and that these kids want to be involved in football, want to be involved in the GA and want to be involved with Cavan. And that's the mostly most important thing that and I said we need grass pitches for those kids to come in for those kids to develop for those kids to be coached and those kids to become county senior players eventually and it's for generations to come this will be there for them and that's the key thing from my point of view you know our senior teams at the moment we will find pitches for the training but we must develop our academies we must develop our youth and we must have a facility that is just going to be have an impact when when they come into it and they want to be involved and they want to be wearing the cabin jersey and they want to aspire to be senior inter-county players wearing that cabin jersey and that's what it's all about You were talking yesterday about (coughs) the the amount of money that's needed for it Alan two and a half million is the total that we'll need what what is that two and a half million going to bring? As you would have seen from the plan yesterday, you've got it's three grass pitches, floodlights, auxiliary facilities around that. One of the pitches will have a stand, a covered stand on that. And then you're leading into your high-performance gym, additional change of facilities for male and female players, you know. Um, and it's really, at, like at the moment, the, the main focus is, and we've been clear on that, is to, is to get the pitches up and running first. Um, but those auxiliary facilities that I've outlined are, are going to be absolutely vital to it. Um and there's a general consensus there that we do need to push on and get that done. All right. And and is it is it a, a project that's going to be done stage by stage, Jerry, or is it get it all done in one rock? It will be done stage by stage. Uh, as Alan said there, the priority is to get our three grass pitches up and running floodlit. Uh, we also hope to eventually get our three-quarter size training pitches there at the moment but hopefully maybe get that extended into a full size pitch as well so that when you drive into the Kingspan Breffling complex you're seeing four full size grass pitches our 3G facility and our main stadium and we're going to be very fortunate we're one of the few counties in the country that has our centre of excellence mm. right beside our main stadium and again that's going to save us a lot of money as well because our car park, our, our car parking facility is there at the moment we've got a water or a sewerage it's there. You know, we've got our changing rooms there at the moment as well. We will be adding to them eventually. So there's a lot of facilities in place that we don't have to spend money on. Whereas if we went out the road to a greenfield site, there would be a lot of extra cost involved in developing with car parking, uh, light, 
sewerage and all, water and all that. So at least those things are all in place at the moment. And that's a huge benefit to us. Yeah, just to, uh, on the location, and I, I have to say I'm a big fan of the fact that it's in Cavan Town. As you pointed out, Alan, it's the centre of the county. There, there are people who would have liked to see it go over towards Virginia or that area, but it wasn't that feasible really because you're alienating half of the county. Would that be a fair comment, Jerry? Well, Cavan Town is in the centre of the county, you know, and I suppose we hear tell of housing developments and people say we don't, not in my back garden. <laughs> but every, everybody wanted this facility in their yeah. back garden yeah. because yeah. It, it, it is going to be a fabulous facility. But the fact that it, the land came available right adjacent to Kingspan Breffney, it actually was a no-brainer. It was something that we had to go for and we had to do. And I think it's going to be a fantastic complex. And again, it is in the centre. I know for players, and I know more about it than any of us, players may be commuting from Dublin. It's a little bit further down than if you had it in Virginia or whatever. But with the M3 now, and hopefully eventually we'll ha- we will have uh, Virginia bypass and hopefully a motorway all the way to Cavan Town. Getting out of Dublin won't be as difficult in the future. And we need to be thinking 20, 30, 40 years ahead as well. And the, the infrastructure around the county is going to be a lot better than it is at the moment. So mm. I think this is the ideal location for it. Yeah, you're going to pull some political strings there, Jerry. Get that motorway fast-tracked yeah, as the well. Other, uh, the other thing I just would say on that, Damon, is um, I mean, like, you have a conversation <coughs> with people all the time, you know, from different counties with players. And any conversation I had where I said to them that our centre of excellence is going to be done around Kingspan and Breffney, their first reaction was always, that's class. Um, so instead of being 30 kilometres out the road and a satellite site where wind's coming in and cutting through the whole thing or it's isolated, there's nothing around it, honestly to every person it was, that's class. And I said I, I said already, I'm a big believer in it. Like you see that aerial photo of Kingspan and Breffney, camera beaming down on it. It's like an amphitheatre in the heart of our county. And for us to pad around that, to fill that out, like what a hub that's going to be for Cavan as Jerry's already said for now and then for 50 years time like I, I said it to Paul yesterday when we were chatting and we were doing a video for the Anglo Celtics that like imagine walking in there at 80 years of age coming in and see your grandson playing a club game or a county game and having a look around all the facilities and know that you were part of a team that worked hard and did a lot of fundraising and did the kind of the leg work to have this in place and I'm sure as the years go by it'll roll on again it'll roll on again because needs will always change um, and I suppose that's the other thing as well in terms of like the those auxiliary services like we do have to have a deeper investigation to what exactly they are, what that looks like, how we fit them in as best as possible. You re- I was reading like, Kerry GA, for example, did a full kind of audit before they build their centre of excellence to make sure that they maximise the space that they had, that they don't lash up a building and go, because we want to have a nice building for a picture to put into the newspaper. It's actually, and then you build it and you go, oh, that's actually, I, ch- I would have changed that and I would have done that and maybe we should have had that room bigger. And as I read, Kerry GA did a kind of full report on it and was like, one of the things that's come up out of it was just a simple little thing it was like why would you have a big reception area in a centre of excellence like yeah. you don't need reception area it's, yeah. you need dressing rooms you need a gym and just and that's what I'm saying so when you were asking that question earlier on about what exactly it's going to be as I said the pitches is for that's the focal point and then um, but or sorry that is the that's the priority right now but we do also need to take time to be straight up about that that it's not all nailed down bedded in we do have to make sure when we go to build because when you build, you can't change a plan. You can't start changing a building and swapping around. We have to make sure that's locked in and that's right. And I'm 100% convinced that it will be. Yeah, the, the other point, Mark, is both, both myself and yourself can testify to this, that when you're in Cavan Town and the stadium lights in Kingspan Breffney are lit up, it lights up the whole sky. And, and I know that if I'm sitting at home and I'm or coming out of my house, I see those lights, I'm thinking, what's going on over there? I, I want to go up and have a look. So you get, the, you get the whole buzz off that the kids will be looking at the stadium where they one day hope to put on the Cavan jersey and championship while developing and while trying to get on that path I think it's a great plus 
Absolutely, you know where, where I'm living in, in Kilnavara, we're looking right down over um, Kingsman Breffney and especially the great view of the, the 3G pitch and at night you say when it's lit up, like it's um, just lights, lights up and I remember um, my mother-in-law, um, God rest her, would often say or she'd ring ring up and say, oh God, the lights are on then, I wonder what's on, ah, sure. <laughs> bring us down for the spin, you know, and we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a look and she, yeah. um, she had a great interest in sport and and you know would often go down and, and watch games and sit in the car and look at games but yeah quite often she would ring up and say who's training or what's going on down there you know yeah well, it's the biggest advertising light in the county anyway <laughs> I have to say it, it's brilliant at this point I, I want to play the listeners the video that you use at the launch Alan so um, and we, we can discuss it after All-Ireland titles Ulster champions Aristocrats. Powerful tales. But how much of it have we actually seen with our own eyes? The truth is, when it comes to committing to our teams, most Cavan people alive today have experienced more pain than joy. The struggle in recent years has been real. Our neighbours have had their days in the sun, while we're left to tend our wounded pride and question ourselves. Yet despite all the disappointments and the false dawns, we still believe. From Muller to Red Hills, from Kingscourt to Black Lion and everywhere in between, Calvin people all over the world, uncles in New York, aunties in London, brothers in Dubai and sisters in Sydney, we all wear our Brefney blue with pride. Calvin, I'm proud. We know the potential of Calvin boys and girls, men and women, and we value how the GAA unites our tribe. We don't run from where we're from. This is our home. We are Calvin. We believe. Not everybody's lucky enough to be from Cavan, but for 100 euros, you could be lucky enough to win a new house in Dublin. All profits raised will help fund the Cavan GAA Polo Ground Centre of Excellence. Go to www.winindublin15.ie to learn more. Yeah, so for people who haven't seen it, I don't think there's too many who haven't actually seen it, but um, tell us, Brian, Brian F. O'Born, Brian got involved, how, how did that come about? Yeah, Brian was someone I reached out to through actually Ronan Carlin, who will be friends with him from obviously Muller Direction, and just reached out, spoke to him about what we're trying to do at the Centre of Excellence, gave him the background on the fundraiser that we were planning, and I'm sure we'll come to and talk about it in more detail as well, but... Um, number of conversations with him over and back up. I was just really, so we were, were very passionate. We wanted to get a kind of a, a, a recognisable face, but also a distinct voice and someone with a bit of passion mm. for what we do. And he bringing his passion about Kevin Jay, anyone that's ever spoken to him will know that. Um, and I mean, to be straight up, we, we were bouncing over and back with scripts. I kind of done a first draft and we were bouncing over and back with stuff. And, yeah, to be honest with you, the first one was a little bit probably was probably too, too nice about things. It was about, you know, it's about the history and it's great. And he says, yeah, you know, that is great, but... What about the last 30, 40 years? Are we just going to pretend that didn't happen? And I think we got the balance right. I think we got the balance nice in the video. It does. It hint, it, it hint, I suppose what we talked about yesterday was kind of 
but celebrating our past and building for our future and the whole the polo grounds concept as a sense of excellence works really well for that and that video was just that balance it was to tip your hat to the past acknowledge that yeah we've been we've had some tough times or up and downs but aren't we all still here fighting the good fight trying to do things well trying to do things for the best because we wanted to improve we want to be better we are going to get better and we are going to win things that's just it's inevitable we will it'll get sorted this facility is a fundamental part of it and when you kind of have that conversation with Brian, you kind of come away going yeah no it's, he's the, he was the man for the video and mm. in fairness just put on record to to thank him for his time for his insight for his support in doing it he came over off his own off his own bat his own from his own took a break his own schedule who's this is a guy who flies to New York to do pilots is in London um, I say pilot their seasons now not planes but because uh, I was bringing an actor <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know um, and a BAFTA award winning actor yeah. at that uh, or sorry a BAFTA winning actor um, and for him to come over and just just chill the beans in Breffney Park for the day we shot the video we edited it we went through it think he enjoyed the day and I said I just encourage anyone that does that hasn't seen it to go and watch it they can get it on the website at www.winindublin15.ie and just if you can get that link and slot it into your WhatsApp group send it to your friends overseas at home because I think it captures the story of all this really well and mm. there's a nice little link to the to the promo and to the fundraiser um, yeah and I said it was I don't know what you guys thought, but it's the, the, the positives or the feedback so far seems to be very positive in relation to the video, and it seems yeah. to be getting a bit of traction online at the moment. Jerry, we were talking about about the video, and and as I was saying, I absolutely love it. But I wouldn't have like you, Alan. I'd have been all positive in the first one, but yet I love the fact that the honesty in it, Jerry. We're not where we want to be, but that's all right. We're going to get there. Like I, I loved. It. I thought that was great. Yeah, much. it was very honest. There's no doubt about that. And one thing that he said was, "Look, we have a, we have a tremendous history, but how many of us actually saw it?" Yeah, you know what a line. That that that, that is a fantastic line. It really hits home. And the other thing that he said was, "We've seen our neighbours all." going up the steps in Crow Park a lot of Ulster counties have done it in, and we as as cabin people of a certain generation haven't seen that happen and this whole scheme is all about the future and it's all about developing our players so that we can be comfortable at the top table and we can be competing for Ulster titles and for our Ireland titles in the future and I think that really was brought home to us in the video and as Alan said we'd encourage everybody to take a look at it and uh, make sure that we get that message out there when we pass it on for to all our friends and relations all worldwide because th- this this draw that we're having for for the house is open to everybody across the across the world and i think roscommon had tickets tickets reports in 28 different mm-hmm. countries and mm-hmm. that's what we we're going to appeal to not alone cabin people to the public in general to support this draw the competitive streak in me says we want to get 30 different countries so <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the, other, the other thing just to say there on the video is there was the line for me was that when he says when we say cabin and proud Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I think that really encapsulates what this whole project is about because Centre of Excellence, we know, is for young people, is for players, but it's also for a general supporter that when you're walking into Kingsbury and Breffley on a match day or you're dropping your niece or your nephew down or wherever you are, that when you kind of go in there and you look around, your kind of chest comes out a bit and your head comes up a bit and you go like, this is our home and this is this is class. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot to be said for that. Like, And just in terms of that, like that, as we, like a ticket for the draw is €100, Euro, you have the opportunity to win a life-changing prize of a house in Dublin for three hundred seventy-five. It's worth three hundred seventy-five thousand euro. Um, you can abs- that w- if you win that prize, it changes your life. But fundamentally, by building this facility, we're going to positively impact the lives of thousands of people over the next 
100 years. Mm. Um, so it's 100 euro. If you have it to give, please do. If you don't, please help spread the word. It's fine, you know. Um, but I said this, the, the big thing I would like to get out of this is that this is for everybody. This is for our county, for our people. And we want to have that, that calving and proud line where you chin up, chest out and say, yes, this is who we are, so we're from. Mm. And, and as we say, and we believe. And the other point is you get to, uh, you, you get to help out in the fundraising. 100 euro, a lot of people are going to be able to do it, Mark. I suppose that on the video, uh, everybody will take something from it. And for me, um, at the end, um, where Brian says, you know, we are Cavan, we believe. And we believe is, you know, we come back year on year. We go to the next Allianz round of games. We go to the next championship game. And going in the gate, you believe that we can win this game or we're going to win this game. Now, it, it doesn't always happen and it hasn't happened. But still, you come back next year. And, and we believe and Cavan yeah. people are great supporters and great you know very optimistic when, it, when they're going to the, ne the next game that you know we can we can win this and you know the facilities will will enhance that and again we just ask people to um, share the share the post far and wide and tell all the friends and neighbours about it you know I suppose that that's, that's the big point on it Alan you look at it where where Brian came I think he's living in New York or London, isn't he's back, he? He's living in Sligo at the moment. He's just oh, moved he's home last year. Right. Yeah, he, okay. he was in New York for about between New York and LA for about twenty years. Yeah, so and he's over in New York and LA for twenty years, and he still, when he comes home to Sligo, wants to pop over the road and, and to Cavan and have a word and kind of poke the poke the flame a bit. And you were in New York last year. You'd have seen it firsthand. And any one of us, Jerry, that we'd have travelled around the world. Cavan people love to talk about Cavan when they're away, when they're living away, and they love to be able to say that they're 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 still in touch with home this is a great way of showing that they're still in touch with home by maybe talking to a mate and saying would you like the chance to win a house in Dublin for 375,000 even if they're not Cavan affiliated if Cavan people around the world can sell two or three tickets it'll it'll all help wouldn't it yeah it's it's I think that's a really important point Damon and I mean the like we've kind of we've kept this all kind of under wraps on the last two two months or so because we've been working hard to get it together. And for anyone that goes onto that website and I say it again, I'm like I'd be like a human robot here before I get <laughs> yeah. out. But it's www.winningdublin15.e. But you go in there, you see the homepage, you see what it's all about. You click one button, you buy your ticket now. You fill in your details, you click one more button, and you're done. Your ticket order is emailed to you. It's literally, it's that simple. And if everybody that's listened to this can get one or two friends to pass it on and the other thing you can do also is you can go in and you can buy a ticket as a gift I just saw on the Cavan Facebook page last night someone says oh I wish I had seen this last week what a perfect wedding gift that you put that in the card yeah. you can print the ticket out put it in and say because within the form you can put you can nominate someone else's name on the ticket although you're paying for it you know um, I said it's just a really really this is I said this is a this is a wee thing. This is if just Alan, Damien, Jerry, and Mark talk about this and talk about it and all that all their networks, it's not going to be what we need it to be. This is a project that everyone kind of needs to use their voice in a positive, proactive way and kind of shout loud and shout passionately that this is for Calvin. And um, I said, you see the the fundraiser and what it's for. It's all very clear what we're trying to do. Because um, you know, I think we all know we've all been in scenarios with particularly GA fundraiser around the country, sometimes there's a bit of, maybe we don't fully explain what we're trying to do, and it's just like, oh, well, look, it's for the club, so you give us a few pounds, go on. Um, there's a very clear, there's a very, very clear message here that the, the fundraiser is for the Centre of Excellence, but also, you also might win a house, like, and yeah. that's a hell of a price. Like. And Jerry, it's, it is important, this this money, all the money coming from the fundraising is ring-fenced. This is ring-fenced for the Polar Ground Centre of Excellence, and just on, on the actual name of it, of the, the centre, uh, 
as we all know, the most historic GA or All Ireland final ever played was played in New York in 1947, and Cavan defeated Kerry. But there's nothing in Cavan to commemorate it. Mm. There's no centre, there's no plaque, there's nothing anywhere that I know. There might be something in the museum in Belgium and stuff, but outside of that, there's nothing anywhere. There's photographs in Kingsman Brefty, all right, as well. But now we're going to have something that's there forever that is going to commemorate that fantastic mm. achievement with, the, with our, our, the cabin winning in Ireland outside the country and the only one that ever played outside of the country. So th- that's hugely important. And just on the draw in relation to the, the, the actual prize itself, I think anyone that will look at the brooch at the the site and see the, the quality of the actual house. Like we, the one thing that we were made certain was that we weren't going to skimp on the product that we're putting up for the public to, to have a chance of winning. And we're very, very fortunate that McGarrell Riley came on board with us. And I'd just like to express our gratitude to Sean, uh, to Charles and to Raymond Riley for their tremendous support in this project. They were more than generous to us when we sat down to negotiate a price for the house. But it's just a fabulous development and it's a fabulous property on that development and we really really appreciate their support on that and I think anyone whoever wins this house is going to have a fantastic dwelling if they go to live in it themselves if they want to sell it on or if they want to rent or whatever it's just a state of the art building in a fantastic development Yeah well from talking to Raymond yesterday actually I, I, I realised that I've been in a couple of the houses that they've developed and they are top quality the spec is absolutely wonderful on them so and my point on it I, I'd imagine is it's currently been sold at 375,000 by the time this draw is made could be worth a little bit more than that even so you could have crossed the 400,000 mark it'd be a never fairly know. high level problem <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> the other thing was so just on if anyone I know I mentioned it yesterday like so Club Rossi have done this before and Roscommon J did this at the end of last year fairness to them they were very good with their time and insight they spoke to us we spoke with them at length about what worked what didn't what key learnings there were but if anyone hasn't seen it yet, like they've they've announced their winner, so that they you, you can actually go on to their Facebook Twitter and see like how like this is actually a very real prize. It's a very tangible prize, and it changes like it changes your life. Like mm-hmm. it, like I mean, all of a sudden, if you live somewhere, you don't have to pay rent wherever you're living, um, or you can rent that house out, and you've got money. Like it's a it's a serious serious it's a life changing prize. It's, yeah, it's um, absolutely huge. And that's just like and I said, it's just something that just keep pushing it out online. The the target. For Cavan, and again, this is the competitive streak in me, Alan. Uh, Roscommon raised, I think, nine hundred thousand something short of a million. Yeah, Ross, so Roscommon sold just ballpark fourteen thousand tickets for a nine hundred and forty-three thousand euro profit. Um, we've set ours at a so you, we limit the tickets, so it's a maximum of twenty thousand tickets. Okay. Um, so we'd be looking to we're looking to beat the Rossies anyway we bet them a few weeks ago we'll try and beat them again so um, so 20,000 tickets would mean roughly 1.5 million yeah. profit ballpark yeah so so that's that's a target I, I like getting on to this now that, so <laughs> it's something that all Calvin people regardless of where we are in the world we can we can all work together yeah. to get that done it, it, it it's it's something you can you can get your teeth into Mark absolutely and you know and as Alan referred to you know the prize to win a house um, it's absolutely Fantastic for a hundred euro, mm. and you know it's a um, huge, huge prize. Um, but you're also helping Cavan GA. You're helping our players um, to develop and become better players. But also on a wider, wider circle, um, somebody who has no interest or no involvement with, with Cavan um, to win a house for a hundred euro um, is certainly worth a, worth a shot and worth a pot.
Yeah, well, as as you said, it's it's a one in twenty thousand opportunity. You could throw twelve euro at the Euro Millions, and you don't get those odds, so you don't. And, and yeah, just for the record, there's obviously there's ten thousand supplementary, ten thousand euro cash prizes, um, as well as that sort of people are on the website are available can go and see those too. Um, so just so there's, there is there is backup prizes too. But as I said this this draw we won't sugarcoat this draw is all about the house. There's one. It's a it's a whopper. Yeah, it's it's an whopper. absolute whopper. The website again, in case it <laughs> 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 Do you want to say it this time? <laughs> go to www.winningdublin15.ie. Brilliant, brilliant. Absolutely class. Lads, we, we, we might just change your attention a wee bit. Kieran Callahan Electrical. Shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone 049 433 Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Because it's all leading towards football. Last weekend, Alan, I'll start with you. Disappointing down in Clonus. It just didn't go... Cavan's way the league didn't go Cavan's way what was your assessment on I know you're you're involved with the squad this year yeah I'm involved with the backroom team just working with, with Mickey Dermot and the management around kind of I, I would work for the GPA for 18 months as a player engagement officer so I'm just kind of supplementing the guys there and helping out with regards to I suppose the lifestyle and engagement and just being that link between players and management but um, yeah, disappointing last weekend. There's no no point in, in, in hiding from it. But I suppose the, the beauty of it is you get a chance to go and play on Sunday against the All Ireland champions, dust yourself off, and to go again. And I suppose the big thing is you also have an opportunity in, on May 18th to go and play against your, your nearest rivals again. Um, and that's a nice, a nice finite window in your own mind to start. Start drilling into what you want to do and um, and to go and play in the summer and again. Summer football is why we all. That's why we all love football. It's like at home, Breffney Park, sunshine. Hopefully, touch wood. Um, <laughs> can't guarantee the sunshine, folks. <laughs> but definitely can't guarantee it. You'd you'd have been though. It, uh, looking from the outside, I, I, I'm left wondering a little bit: is there is there doubts in these lads' minds when they go up to Division One? They're playing against the best. You know, there was, we've seen glimpses where Cavan cut every team open that they've come across this year where they showed that they can get at them but didn't seem to do it long enough could you put your finger on it? No, I just think it's uh, it's been a learning process Division 1 is a very is a, is a difficult place to be and I think if you if anyone if you step out your own Cavan bubble and you look back in at the league table there's basically 5-6 teams that are locked in Division 1 teams and the next probably 8-9 teams can all spin in and spin out Division 1 Division 2 so you've got Donegal you've got Armagh you've got Cavan you've got Roscommon probably Mead Kildare that kind of mm, bracket that yeah. kind of bracket and like most times it's, it's that's a difficult learning curve when you go up and a lot of times whoever, whoever goes up at least one of them comes back down you know um, but I'd be a big believer in 
you learn by being up there. You learn by being against the best teams. Like you can play against, no disrespect, you can play against, or even, you can play against someone else. And maybe you get away with the mistakes that you make, or you kick a couple of wides, you don't get punished. And Division one, it just teaches you that okay, like we didn't do that well, and we need to get better at that. And I think Mickey's been very. I'm not speaking out of turn there. Mickey's been very open and honest about that. Um, like for a new management team coming in, for a new group of players, <laughs> brilliant learning curve. Disappointing, obviously. I'm not not hiding away from that, but. Um, I know when I Mickey, I think his first interview said it was he was about championship, wanted to be mm-hmm. championship, and uh, yeah, we've had we've had some good stuff during the league, we've had some bad stuff during the league. The challenge is, can we can we piece it together and as we as we ha- as we move forward? I suppose that with Jerry is the important thing, though. Jerry or Mickey made no bones about it early doors that championship was everything, you know, and. But Cavan supporters go watch Cavan games and want Cavan to win, and therefore we all get caught up in in the disappointment of defeat. But it is still about championship, isn't it? Because that's where Cavan need to build for. Well, the buzz is all about championship, and that's the one thing about the strange thing about the GA. If you look at it, many other sports, you know, the emphasis is on on their league performance, mm. and the, the true character of a team is is based on the league performance. But in the GA, it's all about the championship at club level and all about the championship at, at inter county level as well. Uh, just going back. On the league, I suppose, with the exception so far of the Tyrone match, you know, in all the other games, we were extremely close and extremely mm-hmm. close to making the breakthrough and actually winning. Like Tyrone probably was the, was maybe our, our worst performance, but I think we're, we're very very near. We're very very near. And when we announced that to, the, to our county committee and put Mickey forward for ratification at a county committee meeting, uh, I asked, uh, I said, we're giving Mickey and his management team a four year term. And I said, we've got to stay with these guys. We've got to support them. We've got to back them for four years because it is a learning process for them. It's a learning process for the team as well and for the panel of players. And there will be young, and there is a number of young players in their experience in inter-county football for the, the first time ever and at, in Division 1, which is a huge step up. And we just got to stay with this management team and this group of players give them the time to develop give them the time to learn the trade on the play and pitch the players and I definitely think that Calvin is not very far away from making the breakthrough again at Ulster level for a start and hopefully at national level after that because we have a panel of players that are good enough uh, we need to really instill that belief into the players that they are good enough and that's part of the process and I think we're looking at Mickey's record at Mullignac there's no better man to do that so I just ask everyone to stay loyal to the to, to, the, to the management team stay loyal to the players and keep backing them and keep supporting them and back this management team for the four year term because I think they will bring silverware to Cavan Yeah I suppose Mark it's uh Talking about managers staying, <laughs> it's the wrong time to bring in a Valley Hayes man. Unfortunately, I think, but we're uh, we're looking we're looking at the top the top teams: Dublin, Tyrone, long term managers. How important is it that that Cavan don't come into these the, the trappings of changing managers every year, every two years, every three years? We need the stick now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fully agree with 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 Jerry there. You know, continuity is key, and you know, we've new players, but obviously we've players there with huge experience as well that have been there for a number of years. And it's important that, you know, they're listening to the same message from the same management team for for a reasonable period of time to allow them to develop um, and develop that relationship with, with the players and management. And and if we do that, um, fully agree with Jerry that no doubt um, we will get success in the not, um, not too distant future. So not too distant future. This Sunday we're going to beat the Dubs, yeah. Happy enough. Absolutely, absolutely. Alan, you've uh, a Dublin connection, but there's no splitting loyalties. 
Well, it's not. It's uh, sometimes you hear the twang coming through my voice. But I was like, I was born in Dublin. I grew up in Dublin, and um, we moved down here when I was eleven. And let me put it on very clear record: there's no split loyalties. Um, <laughs> Calvin is a place I love. It's been brilliant for me. Um, I've loved playing for Calvin. I've loved being involved with teams. I've loved the people I've met, the connections I've made. Mm, large majority of my friends are people I've met through football and that I trust, that I respect, and there will be not a bit of divided loyalty. <laughs> um, it's for it's it's. In, in, I might have been born in Dublin, grew up, but my heart is one hundred percent in Cavan. Could you see Cavan beating Dublin this weekend? So why not? Like good. Good. I like to hear it. I like to hear it. Speaking of divided loyalties, is it Mullahorn or Arif or Gowan or Jerry? I don't know. I do get confused sometimes over there in the corner. Definitely no confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very dangerous species. I'm like, I'm a man living in Mullahorn, but I get on exceptionally well with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's not that easy to get on exceptionally well with those, so it's not. Um, lads, look, thanks a million for joining us here and best of luck with the fundraiser. The website is www.winindublin15.ie. The important thing, Calvin folks out there, we get to that 1.5 million, 20,000 tickets and a massive, massive carrot at the end of it for everybody. Not just with the prize, the house in Dublin, 15, but the, the development that will go on that we can all be very proud of as Calvin people. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Calvin, was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Cavan! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah! <laughs>
433 0111.